This is so random, but you know who I feel bad for? I genuinely feel bad for men. I feel bad for men because they will never, ever know what it feels like to have the relationships that we as women get to have. The laughter, the tears, the love, the light, all of it. I feel bad for men. Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. This is your host, Janelle Roberts. And oh my God, I'm spending Valentine's Day with you guys. I love you guys so much. And I'm just so excited for this episode. I should have worn pink. I know I should have. You know what? I came to the office yesterday and I was just like, I'm gonna, I had like on a pink suit. It was cute. And I was gonna record the podcast but then some other things happen. We have to get the office ready and ready to go because we are having our opening. And I'm really excited. The opening for the To All The People Media Studios will be sometime in March, early, early March. So I will be letting that date out soon. You can always follow the To All The People Media page online on Instagram and on socials. But yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Let's get into the vlog. It's Valentine's Day. So I feel like a lot of us, well, Valentine's week, my apologies. I feel like a lot of us are feeling a lot of different things. A lot of us are in the fields. Um, a lot of us are struggling with where we are in life. A lot of us are, you know, questioning our age. Why haven't I found that perfect someone? Why haven't I been able to do this? And I've had so many conversations with women in their late 20s, early 30s, and sometimes late 30s. And we've had a lot of great conversations. And it's so weird because I always say, and this is subjective. This is subjective. I'm just, I'm just talking today. So this is subjective. And I want my girls to feel good on Valentine's Day. But I always say this, like, it is so hard to be a successful and powerful woman with a man. I, uh, I'm probably going to get canceled for this. I'm probably going to get canceled for this. But I do stand by that. I do stand beside that. Um, I'm thankful for my for my relationship and everything that's been going on in it. I have a partner that's very supportive and that never feels emasculated when it comes to my dreams, my career, my job, nothing. In fact, he actually empowers me to be like my best self or whatever. And I think there's a lot of men pretending to be masculine when they're actually very feminine. And there's a lot of women being more masculine when they should be more feminine. But it's also the fact that a lot of times some of us aren't born in environments where we get to just be both. I think that a lot of women, myself, I was so in my masculine placement for such a long time, especially as an oldest daughter, especially as someone that is <laughs> helping my family, trying to do everything I need to do for them, trying to make sure they're good. You know, and I always say I basically was like my mom's husband. Like, I know that sounds so weird to say. I know that sounds weird coming from my mouth, but that's basically what I was. I was basically my mom's husband. I did everything that a man was supposed to be doing, taking out the trash, helping out with bills when I needed to here and there. And I felt like a lot of myself was in masculine and I didn't masculinity and I didn't I didn't know how to step into my soft girl era. I hate saying the trendy TikTok words, but that one, the soft girl era really does stick with me. I think we have to expand upon it because I think a lot of times we say the soft girl era is like when a man is taking care of you and providing for you. And yes, that's the aspect, but no man is ever going to give you the self-love or the self-reassurance that you can give your own self. And what I mean by that is like being able to have compassion for yourself as a woman, 
as a human, as a mother, as a friend is one of the greatest things you can ever give yourself. And I'm going to stick beside it. I'm going to say this. And y'all going to hate me for saying this. I know some of us are really struggling with female friendships and trying to find a good group of women in our lives and stuff. But all you need is one or two. And the way that my female friendships show up for me, I cannot even describe it. Valentine's Day to me is really Galentine's because it is something that I dedicate to my female friendships, to my sisters, to the ones I can say anything to, to the ones that wipe my tears away, to the ones that lay in bed with me, to the ones that talk to me, to the ones that uplift me, to the women in my life who love me, who heal me, who encourage me, but most importantly, to the women in my life who challenge me. I am so thankful for each and every one of you. One of my best friends is a guy. His name is Alex. And Alex is someone that has the perfect amount of like masculine and feminine energy. And I feel like we forget that men also have feminine energy. So does women. Women have masculine energy. Mask, it's both. It's in both. We have it both ways. Men, however, should have more than women masculinity. And women should have more femininity than masculinity. And I feel like too many men are too feminine. And I feel like my best friend Alex is probably one of the most healthiest men's I've ever met in my life. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And me and him always have conversations. And one time he said to me, he was like, I honestly envy, I envy female friendships because a man could never, ever, ever, ever just sit down and enjoy each other's company and you know, just be around each other like that and, you know, those types of things. He said it's always at the expense of us getting a girl or doing something, you know, he, and I was just like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean by that because I see it all the time, you know, and I think there is no love greater than a woman's love. Like the way that women have the capacity to love, like beyond our beyond our own measures, the way that we're able to love when things are going on with us. I think I really want to start like a forum where like I just send out questions and I have you guys answer them and you tell me what you think. Um, I recently like had I was thinking to myself, like, what does love feel like? And the real question is, is love a feeling or is love a thought? And it's really hard to tie down and, and get into that. And sometimes I have people that ask me, like, have you and Luke ever like, you know, had anything ever happened to you guys? Like, have you ever had this? And I'm like, that's also private, too. But I do want to talk about how like there should never your sense of self-worth should never be measured next to your love or who is around you. And I think sometimes as women, I just turned 28. I think there's so much pressure when it comes to our age and the type of person we should be it, be with and where we should be in life and, and, and where we should, like our kids and all types of stuff. And it's very, very, very difficult. And then we become overconsumed with all of these apps, all of these things that tell us our person loves us less. And, and if he's not like this and he's this way and, and the love bombing, like I'm so fucking tired of the fucking love bombing. I cannot explain it. I'm so tired of it because in a real relationship, it is never going to be easy. It's not going to be easy because half of the time they're going to have problems that have nothing to do with you and you will have problems that have nothing to do with them. And I had went on like TikTok live or something and I literally had to block this person because they were pissing me off. But like, it's just sometimes people be coming on there trying to just start stuff. I just don't, I don't have the energy for it. But, um, one of the questions was like, I'm talking to this guy, but like, he's 
not communicating or expressing how, how he feels. It was something like that. It was some shit like that. And I remember responding to the message and I said, I said, I was like, okay, this is a hard truth I had to do. So when Luke and I were together, I always, I was super insecure, like not about girls, but just emotionally. Like I was always like, dang, maybe one day he'll wake up and love me less. Or maybe one day he'll wake up and think I'm not enough. But I didn't, I didn't just do that with Luke. I also did that in friendships. I did that with any relationship for the most part. I just always thought, well, when they wake up and realize that I am not enough, or when they wake up and realize that like, I'm not that great. I'm not that smart. I'm not that pretty. Like, I don't think about, I don't think that way about myself anymore, but I used to really, it it took a lot of healing, but that's how I used to literally think about myself. Like they're going to wake up one day and realize they don't want me or they don't love me or they don't care about me. And I just remember like I said in the, 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 the uh, TikTok live, I said, sometimes you're not the problem in the relationship. Like when they become a little bit more distant or weird I said, sometimes they're depressed. And girl, the way that this person came at my neck in the, in the mess, we, we, well, that's abuse. We don't tolerate abuse and yada, yada, this. I said, that's not what I said. If somebody putting their hands on you and mistreating you, let they ask go. But God, relationships are so hard. And we even had a Trice come on here to talk about how her fiance ghosted her. And she said that no one will ever know what it feels like to be in a relationship when you have to give so much and that person doesn't give anything. And then the roles were reversed. How hard love is. Love is fucking hard. It's not always going to be perfect. And people were t- people were getting so upset at that comment I made. And me and Luke, we've had, you know, we've never had anything crazy going on. I don't really like talking about my relationship, but I can talk about myself from a standpoint. I remember there was like a period where I was just completely shut down emotionally, you know, sexually, everything, everything. And I remember he like, he like, he would like make like little like subtle comments about it. Subtle comments, subtle comments here and there. And I remember like one day I just told him, I was like, it's not you. I'm actually really depressed. And he was just like, well, why didn't you tell me that? And I was like, I didn't want, I didn't, I didn't want you to like get upset and leave me. And his response was like, why would I ever leave you? Like, this is like what I signed up for. Like, this is what I'm here for. And my, the wall that I built up was me not being attracted to my own self. I had gained weight. I was I was upset. I was sad. I I was really struggling. I was going through things with my family. I was going through things with my own self. There was a lot of things and a lot of times we ruin relationships or can end relationships or self-sabotage relationships in fear that if this person actually saw who we were, then they would leave. And a lot of times people can't handle seeing who you are. They do leave. And that's the hard part about it. There's a wound there that we can't seem to recover or get over. And I think it's so important for us to pay attention to that. 
in any situation that we go into, we have to, to some degree, be a little vulnerable, but also have our walls up. That's what's just so tiring and exhausting about like just being a woman and just being a person in general. I think even for men, it's just exhausting because it's like you want to love them, but you don't want to tell them you love them. You want to put your wall up, but you want to be vulnerable. You want to go on a date, but you don't want to tell them you want to go on a date. You want flowers, but you don't want to tell them how to treat you. It's exhausting. It's this ongoing uphill battle of when will you show up for me? When will you love me? I need you here, but I don't want you here. I want you to call me, but I don't want to talk. It's exhausting. It's debilitating. And there is no real way to describe love when we are literally over here being overconsumed with a bunch of bullshit online and a bunch of bullshit on the internet telling us how love is supposed to be when love is not supposed to be like that in any way, shape, or form. People are only posting their good days. They're not posting the bad days that come with it. Relationships are hard as fuck, okay? Family members will pass on. Family members will die. Parents will pass on. And your person will completely fucking change. And you have to be okay with that. Like, we, ha- we live in a generation of people that throw in the towel too damn quickly. And I feel like in situations where you're being abused and mistreated, yeah, you got to go. You got you to gotta, you gotta get. You got to get. But sometimes, you know... If they sometimes people can't give you what, what you want them to give you. And it shouldn't be an ongoing thing. It shouldn't last years if they're mistreating you because if it just keeps on going, if you, all you have to do is go up to them and say, hey, listen, like, I feel like you've been this way. I'm bothered by it. I'm hurt by it. And then you say that to them and then they don't change. Oh, it's time to dip. But transparency and communication is, tr- is, is the truth. It's, it's, the, it's, it's what we need. But like when we are a society that is so broken and come from broken homes and broken families and even the families that look perfect be the most broken than the families that are torn apart where the dad ain't around and the mama just I don't know doing something else like like there are so many broken homes even in the best looking homes that it's very hard to figure out what love is and that's why everybody's love is so unique Someone asked me, it's like, do you believe that there's a soulmate? I don't believe in that. I think there is the right person for you and you can make it right work with the right person. I think there that there's just like too much pressure to say there's just this one person, this one person, this this one person for me. And it's just like, dang, you're gonna be looking for that one person your entire life and miss out on all the good people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna be real with you, like when Luke came into my life, I was not expecting him to come into my life. Handsome, gorgeous guy, for sure. I'll give him that. Like, you know, but it came at a time where I wasn't expecting it to come. And sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes it's a little bit more direct. And there's nothing wrong with like being alone in a sense. I feel like it's like, it's subjective and it's hard to say that. I just remember, like, I thought, I, I, I remember just saying, I'm going to be alone. Like, I'm going to be one of those girls that live in a really nice apartment. I'm going to have, like, my Doberman. I'm going to drive a really cool Porsche. I'm going to live in a cool city. But I'm going to be alone. There was never, like, a man in the picture. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I didn't have a man in my life. Like, I didn't have a father in my life. I think I had, like, a lot of fatherly wound there where I was just so used to, like, men not being around that... You know, I think I had to kind of learn how to get out of my masculine placement in that way because men seemed to be no use to me. I could do almost everything that a man could do, not from like the biological, physical standpoint, but I could do, I was already doing everything that a man was supposed to be doing. 
And I think that's why I had no use for men in my life. My father wasn't around. He left. So I watched my mom work. I worked. I watched us do things that men in my life should have been doing. So it took a lot of... I just had no use for it, if that makes sense. And I think that's, like, why I'm so close with the women in my life. Because I grew up in a house full of women. There's just so much strength that lies there. So when I met um, Luke, he came at a strange time in my life because I wasn't looking at all. And I never thought that I'd be, and I never thought that I'd be with anyone or have anything or or do any of that. I know that sounds so crazy and so weird. And people ask like how we met as if this is miraculous, crazy story, but it was like coincidental. It was random. It wasn't like a setup. It wasn't anything like that. I didn't think anything would come of come from it because I wasn't expecting anything to do. I mean, sure, like growing up, I've talked to guys and stuff, but I never really liked them. I never liked, I'm not even kidding. I never liked them. I never was like, oh, this is the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. I want to make it work. I didn't feel that way until I met Luke. And I think when I met him, it was quite polarizing and quite, it was really weird. I don't know. It was, it was very different because I had spent so many years of my life doing everything that a man could, working, cleaning, taking out the trash, helping pay the bills, doing all of this. So I just knew that if this person comes to my life, they have to be an addition. They cannot subtract. And I think sometimes we as women, I think we kind of ignore the strength of us. But so many of us are just in our masculine placement. I hate it. I hate it so much. And, you know, I get a lot of these like trauma massages and stuff too. And like the right side of my body has been one of the most hardest things ever like even when I got into a car accident I broke my left hip your left side of your body is the feminine side and your right side is your masculine side so I know this sounds crazy but like I broke the feminine side of my hips the feminine side of my body was broken and I think that recovery process was just so hard it made me lean more to the side of my masculinity and being masculine was my way of protecting myself from everything and anyone being masculine was like my mask and I've learned how to like work with it to, to still be myself. But I didn't realize how much my masculine side was taking like such an emotional toll on my mental health, my life, who I am as a woman, who I am as a person, how I show up in friendships, how I show up in work. And I've had to learn how to like bring my masculinity and my femininity together to create a sense of divinity for myself. And like, that's why I say like, it's a practice, you know, it's a practice. Self-love is a practice. And that's what it came down to. I spent so many years getting ready in the mirror, but never actually just looking at myself. Like when was the last time you just looked in the mirror and just stared at yourself and just said, wow, I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't taken the time to look at you. You're so beautiful. 
you're so smart. Like, when was the last time you actually done that? I think Valentine can bring up a lot of feelings of lack, where we're lacking in these areas. We're lacking in our relationships. We're lacking in love. But, like, no, you need to spend this time to yourself or with your girlfriends or if you have someone. And even if you even if you just don't, spend some time loving you. Spend some self-love, some quality time. It's essential. It's important for your growth, for you, for where you're headed. There is no greater gift that you can give yourself than self-love. We put so much pressure on these relationships and, and who we are and who we're with. It's just, I don't know, it's just like, it's hard to just understand what love is and, and what love feels like when we've spent a lot of our time being masculine, the masculine woman. How do I leave this masculine side of me? How do I work with this masculine side of me? Release it. Let go. Meditate. Pray. I don't know, he'll walk around in a straight up pink suit. <laughs> You know, it's it's very hard. And I think if you are in your masculine placement, the most important thing that you can do is gather around your girlfriends if you have them. The good ones, the ones that bring you flowers. That way you can you can teach each other and show each other how you're supposed to be treated. I don't envy men. I don't I don't I don't want their relationships. I don't want to be one. I don't understand it. I love being a woman, and I love the women that I get to sit beside and stand next to, the women that lead me in this life, the women that love me, the women that show up for me. I know it can be very hard and devastating and difficult to get through these holidays, but, yeah, make sure that you are getting out of that fucking masculine placement. It's exhausting. It's, it's tiring. It's so tiring. To be being in your masculine element for so long, you're you've deprived your femininity. Like, go take a bath, go relax. There, you're like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we are girls. I'm just a girl in the world. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, that's really how I feel about it. But <laughs> this is a short one, like. I I am just really just wanted to talk about love with you guys. I honestly wish I was in my pink suit. Like, I hate that I'm not in my pink suit. Like, I'm actually so triggered and bothered by it because, babes, the pink tracksuit was pinking and eating, and it was just, it was all of the above. But this is uh, the To All The People podcast. I love you guys so, so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys. And happy Valentine's Day. He's one of the best scientific minds we have today.